This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Big D Breakdown, your home for all things Dallas Cowboys news. Welcome to the Big D Breakdown. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today's news, on today's episode, I should say, we break down the latest news from around AT&T Stadium. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. If you're looking to grow your audience or reach more engagement with your podcast, check out Poddex today at poddex.com. Use the promo code on Larry21 for 10% off your order. And of course, we'd also have to mention game time. If you're looking for the best place to find Dallas Cowboys tickets, check out Game Time today. Guaranteed to have the best value for your tickets. Use the link in the description and help support the show. And our first topic of the day: studs and duds from week four. The legend of Cooper Rush grows. The backup quarterback led the Dallas Cowboys to the third win in a row, and he's now 4-0 as the starter, making Cowboys history. This time, America's team knocked off the Washington Commanders in a commanding 25-10 win. Both the offense and defense came to play in this one, That's as they not only limited Washington in just 10 points, but Trayvon Diggs swatted away the, <clears throat> the perception that he can't handle the top receivers in the NFL. Diggs made life hard on Terry McLaurin while the Cowboys receivers went off in the wind. So starting out with a stud, Neville Gallimore. Washington was moving the ball and had gotten to midfield on the first drive. But that was it as Neville Gallimore made sure to get the defense off the field. On a second and 12, he ran through the lines and blew the play up when he sacked Carson Wentz for a nine-yard loss. Wentz then had to throw the ball in the dirt Third and 21, when Demarcus Lawrence got pressure on him, the Cowboys' offense was able to get the ball back. Gallimore helped end the first drive of the second half, too. After Mike McCarthy stressed run defense at the half, Gallimore responded with a tackle behind the line of scrimmage, taking J.D. McKiska down for a two-yard loss. Washington then gained two yards on third and 12 and ended up punting back to Dallas. The big man set the tone early and continued to be a force through the night, doing much more than his stats show. Dud, Terrence Steele. Dallas was up 12-7 and and looking to put the game out of reach. Backed up in their own territory, they ended up losing seven yards on a pitch to Tony Pollard. While the loss of yards goes against Pollard, it was Terrence Steele that whiffed on the tackle, letting William Jackson run past him to blow up the play. Overall, Steele wasn't terrible, but he had a couple of whiffs in this one that hurt the ground game. Next up, our stud, C.D. Lamb, of course. C.D. Lamb started slowly in week three, but that wasn't the case this weekend. Against Washington, he had three receptions in a row 
on their third drive of the game, gaining 56 yards after hauling in a 23-yarder, a 16-yarder, and a 17-yarder to bring them down to the Washington 31-yard line. His great night continued as he also had a touchdown that put the game out of reach. Not long after Washington made it a five-point game, Lamb got free on a double move and caught a 30-yard touchdown pass to make it 22-10. Number 88 finished with six receptions for 97 yards with a touchdown as he continues to prove he's the true number one option for the Cowboys. And our dud, Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown is an underrated cornerback that he didn't, but he didn't have his best day on Sunday, I should say. Brown gave up a touchdown and then was beaten by Dotson again on a third and eight in the third quarter. Wentz slipped away from pressure and threw it deep to Dotson, who caught a slightly underthrown ball for a 31-yard gain. Another gaffe from Brown happened in the final quarter when it appeared the Cowboys forced a third down after a pass intended for Dotson hit the turf. However, Brown was called for a holding that gave the Commanders eight yards and a fresh set of downs. Next up, stud Michael Gallup. Gallup was on the field for the first time since tearing his ACL last season and he reminded us just how good he really is. In the second quarter, he grabbed the first touchdown of the game for Dallas as he hauled a nine-yarder from Cooper Rush. Later in the game, he again had a huge impact, twice. First was when the Commanders had just pulled within five points, and Gallup drew a penalty downfield. Getting 38 yards thanks to defensive pass interference. This led to a touchdown from Rush to Lamb. Gallup drew another interference call following a turnover and downs in the fourth, this time gaining 27 yards for his team. And once again, for a dud, Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator. Kellen Moore does a lot of good as the play caller for the Cowboys, but at times he can become his own worst enemy. In this one, he missed a chance to take a huge lead early in the game, since he wouldn't stick with what was working. Rush in the offense were moving the ball through the air, including a 31-yard pass on a check down to Ezekiel Elliott during the opening drive. Rather than sticking with the pass, he put them in a hole by pounding the ball with Elliott, leading to just two yards gained on two plays. A couple of drives later, Lamb gained 56 yards on three catches to move it into Washington territory. This led to another run, this time with Tony Pollard and a loss of two. Again, they had to settle for a field goal taking a 6-0 lead, but with the way Rush was dealing, they should have continued the ride until the commanders proved they could stop it. Let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. Do you agree with our studs and duds? Is there somebody we missed? Let us know. And now on to our next topic. Three defenders that surprised us, helping the Cowboys to their win. The Dallas Cowboys are miraculously 3-1 after a horrific loss in Week 1 had fans and analysts thinking the season was over for America's team. Backup quarterback Cooper Rush has been incredible in Prescott's absence, but the story still continues to be about the Dallas defense. Although the Dallas defense did allow one touchdown in the 25-10 victory, it was only the fourth touchdown allowed by this squad in all four weeks. A stat from ESPN paints quite the picture. Cowboys have now allowed 19 or fewer points in their first game of a season for the first time since 1973. 
Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, and this Dan Quinn-led defense has truly kept this offense in games. They didn't deserve to win. They have delivered several momentum-changing plays, which is why they lead the league in sacks. Even Cooper Rush can admit the defense is winning games. The stellar thing about this defense is the versatility. Eight different players who have helped the Cowboys sack Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, Daniel Jones, and Carson Wentz. Aside from the pass rush, the secondary has been stellar too. Trayvon Diggs had an incredible game with one interception and three passes defended. The cornerback, who has been criticized for his coverage issues, kept Terry McLaurin to two receptions and 15 yards on Sunday. However, this segment isn't about the big stars. Although they deserve their credit, we're going to highlight three unexpected defenders who had a big part in the Cowboys' Week 4 victory. Number three, Donovan Wilson. Donovan seemed to be everywhere on Sunday. An excellent play would happen, and Wilson's name would be called. It was yet another breakout performance for the former six-round pick. Last year for Dallas, Wilson started three games and appeared in nine. In 2021, he had one pass defended, zero sacks, 17 solo tackles, zero tackles, TFLs, and one quarterback hit. In just three games in 2022, 27-year-old already had two passes defended, one sackle, 19 solo tackles, two tackles for loss, and three quarterback hits. Against against the Commanders, he had nine tackles, eight of them on his own. He was one of two Cowboys to cause Carson Wentz to get called for intentional grounding. On a second and eight, with 2-10 left in the third, Wilson seemed to come out of nowhere with major pressure on Wentz to force him to throw a pass with nobody near the ball. In his fourth year with America's team, Wilson seems to be getting better than ever. It's likely that some of that credit goes to being under Quinn's guidance for two years now. And number two, we look at a rookie that's come up big. And the name of that rookie is none other than Daron Bland. Considering this game, Bland's campaign to do more than just special teams, starting Cal, uh, starting Cowboys CB Jordan Lewis sustained a groin injury in the pregame. Even though he had no injury designation going into the contest, Lewis was seen on the sideline without a helmet. The game began. After a stellar preseason campaign, 2022 fifth-round pick, Daron Bland was next in line. The rookie cornerback took over the nickel position and traded off throughout the game with Israel Kumo. Up until week four, Bland was only used on special teams, participating in 38 special team snaps. The 23-year-old was thrust into the spotlight on Sunday, and he made his presence known with three solo tackles, one pass defended, and a late interception to help Cowboys seal the win. The frozen, I mean, excuse me, the Fresno State product snatched his first career interception. In his first defensive start, the pick gave Dallas the ball on the Washington 20-yard line and helped Brett get another field goal to make the game basically unwinnable for the Cowboys with four minutes left and a 15-point deficit. Bland was an unexpected hero in this game and was able to perform even with the last-minute nature of his start. Cowboys fans have been wanting to see Bland play on defense, but Lewis has been a regular starter for many games. If Bland continues to play this well, he can make Quinn question that choice whenever Lewis is healthy enough to return. And at number one, we have Gallimore. 
Neville Gallimore was another guy who decided to show Quinn why he deserves more snaps on Sunday. It was present early and often. On the commander's first offensive possession of the game, the former third-round pick went speeding up the middle, essentially untouched, and took Wentz down for a sack. The big guy was pumped. He finished the game with a sack and two solo tackles, which doesn't feel like enough to show how disruptive he was throughout the game. One of his tackles was a major TFL against Washington. On a second and nine play in the third quarter, Gallimore was able to find J.D. McKiskick in the backfield and absolutely smack him to the ground for a loss on the play to make it third and long for the commanders. In the fourth quarter, starting defensive tackle Quentin Bohano went down with a shoulder injury. Although we hope he is back soon, this could be a huge opportunity for Gallimore to get more snaps and opportunities for him to prove his dominance. The Cowboys' defense continues to be incredibly exciting to watch. The amazing thing, as this segment shows, is that they are all making it happen. It's not just Parsons and Diggs. Rookies, late-round picks, and veterans are making their presence known. Let us know in the comments section below. Is there somebody we missed? Is there another defender that you believe was a surprise in how they performed? Let us know. And of course, our next topic, Michael Gallup is back. After suffering an ACL injury at the end of 2020, newly extended Dallas Cowboys receiver Michael Gallup finally made his 2022 debut against the Washington Commanders in Week 4. The Cowboys offense struggled for a good amount in the first half. The two-minute warning, Brett was the only person that put up points on the board for the boys with two field goals, but a Jahan Dotson touchdown had Dallas down 7-6. The Cowboys' first red zone chance didn't come until late in the half, thanks to a big catch from Noah Brown and some strong rushing from Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. With just over a minute to go, backup Cooper Rush was able to put the ball back in the man's hands, who hadn't seen the field in almost nine months. On third and six from the nine-yard line, Rush rolled out and found Gallup in the back of the end zone for his first touchdown since the last one he scored against the Arizona Cardinals that resulted in his torn ACL. It was nice to see that Gallup wasted no time getting back to his old ways. It felt right for him to be the one to put the Cowboys up in the game. The 26-year-old found C.D. Lamb and Zach Martin for a big hug in the end zone to celebrate the touchdown. Unfortunately, this exciting touchdown was followed by a blocked extra point. Thankfully, <clears throat> the team certainly needs to play better than they did in the first half if they want to win this game. However, it's nice to say that Gallup is back and the Cowboys are up. And now, on to Cooper Rush's historic performance on Sunday. Three weeks ago, most Cowboys fans were petrified that this team was doomed after Prescott went down with a hand injury in week one. No one had faith in backup Cooper Rush after his dismal preseason performance. But Jerry Jones was not interested in looking externally. Now the man who literally wasn't even on the initial 53-man roster when the season first started made Cowboys history as the starting quarterback in Prescott's place. With the victory on Sunday against the Washington Commanders, Cooper Rush is the first Dallas quarterback to ever go 4-0 in his first starts. 
This is his third win in a row this season, which has been added to his impressive victory against the Vikings from last season. Rush entered this league as an undrafted free agent out of Central Michigan in 2017 and has had a long ride with the Cowboys ever since. He's been in and out of the organization for the last five years and has clearly used his knowledge of this team and its roster to his advantage. Last week's victory against the New York Giants made Rush the first undrafted quarterback to win his first three starts and throw for 750-plus yards since Kurt Warner did it in 1999. The Week 3 victory also made him one of the three uh, Cowboys quarterbacks to go 3-0 as a starter, following Roger Staubach, uh, Steve Berline, and Jason Garrett. Now he surpasses all three of those names to be etched in franchise history. Talk about one hell of a Cinderella story. The Cowboys offense didn't start strong on Sunday. In fact, Brett was the only person to put points on the board until less than two minutes to go in the first half. However, Rush was there to make plays happen and get the victory. The backup quarterback ended week four with 223 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and 107.5 passing rating. What feels most impressive about the 28-year-old is that he's found success with several of his teammates. He's completed passes to C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, Tony Pollard, Peyton Hendershot, Zeke, Jake Ferguson, Dalton Schultz, Jalen Tolbert, and Michael Gallup. Sunday's highlights include a big 45-yard pass to Noah Brown, a beautifully executed touchdown pass to CeeDee Lamb, and making Michael Gallup a big part of the game in his first game back since his ACL tear. Rush has has been more than any of us expected, except maybe Skip Bayless. It's unlikely he will get to stay a low-paid backup in the near future. It may be worth the front office discussing keeping Rush around. Clearly, this position is far more important than this team ever expected it to be. Could the Jones open their wallets to keep him around? Time will tell. Let us know in the comments section below. Do you think Cooper Rush should continue to start when Dak Prescott is ready to play? And as always, give us a thumbs up if you like our video subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just search Big D Breakdown. And if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash D. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, be able to pay them, and hopefully take this show on the road. We'd love to live stream from Cowboys games, whether at home or away, and your support can help make that happen. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. This has been the Big D Breakdown with your host, Larry Lees. Thank you for listening and watching. Follow us on social media at Big D Breakdown on Twitter, Facebook, the Big D Breakdown, and on Instagram. Just search the Big D Breakdown. Thank you for joining us. See you next time.